Yo, uh, yo, got bars for days, got bars get paid, I got chicks with braids, I'm about to get laid, uh, they about to get slayed, you know what I say, I came here to get some game on, but I ain't come here to play, Ah. (laughs) yeah, then I come through with a new beat for Uh the week. I love it. You got to have the bars. Yo, I pulled that out the bag. What's going on? What's good? What's good? It's the Slag Editorial Show. It's Doughboy Sums. It's Coach Cap. And we got a special guest, Mrs. Still Your Chick or Nigga. (laughs) The witchy one herself. She has great New York boobs. My whole girl, Ebby the Stacked. From the We Are All Adults Here podcast, make some motherfucking noise. What's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on 10 episodes, first of all. Thank you. This shit is major. You guys are killing it. I'm so proud of the both of you. It's funny as fuck. I tell everybody about it. I'm so excited to be on the show. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, but (laughs) I like, I'm prepared. We appreciate you for being here, and we definitely are big fans of your show also. Um, it, we looked at it and was like, yo, we need to take some ideas and see how they're doing it. So you guys have been great, man. It's been an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You, got, you know that you have direct access to me, so whatever it is that you need, any advice, any tips, uh, like whatever, we, we, are, we grow up together literally. So even in, even in the podcast space, we can do this shit as a team. Um, right. like, and speaking of growing up, today is today's a special day, right? Today is a very special day. It's your yeah. birthday. birthday, right? Yes, it is. It's E-Day. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And in oh honor of God. your birthday... Mm-hmm. We so, gonna give. Listen, we, yo, go ahead. You got it. Go ahead. Give it to her. So, being that it's your birthday, you know why we got these robes on? Why are y'all gonna strip? Because under here give. we got on our birthday, birthday suits. suits. Yes, let me see it. Let me see it. Now we can finally take off these hot ass robes. Oh my god! I was like, damn, are they naked underneath there? Because this is the type of shit I'm on. This is the type of time I'm the fuck on. Let me see the titties. Like, let me me see the tits real quick. Oh man, no, definitely, yo. Um, just so Damn, I thought a bitch was gonna pop out of behind uh, behind cat real quick with faces on the fucking nipples and shit. You, you know, know what? Next year, we, let's try to make that happen for your birthday. Let's make. I'm a, with a it. Thing. Like now, we have to make this an annual thing. So next year, you got to step it up. You got to bring the hoes gotcha. for me. Okay. Bring, bring <laughs> the hoes. Write okay. down. Bring the. I'm with hose. it. <laughs> bring the hoes. Hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> and hold on, I need you to I need you to inbox my wife and tell her that it's your idea. It's my idea. That's my problem. Look, women love me, so whenever like they they'll be like, okay. <laughs> Yo, how was your how was your week, guys? How was everybody's week? Let's mental, let's mental the, health let's checks for the, the week. How was um, your week? 
my week was very reflective, honestly. Um, 36 years, 36 trips around the sun. Um, it will, like, whoa. Like, even saying that shit out loud is like, damn, I am really fucking 36. I never would have thought. You know how most people will think about the future and be like, when I'm 40, when I'm 50. I never thought about the 30s at all. Um right. So I'm just, I've been really reflective this week, really um, appreciative and just really like getting clarity and doing spiritual work and stuff and cleansing myself um, so that I can come into this 36 year without any anchors um, to any negative energies or people. Um, so that's, you know, I've just been doing a lot of self work and, and that's it. Writing, that's you know, that's shit that's like dope, that. Dope. That's dope. Yeah. Man, my week has um just been filled with like parenting stuff, like you know dealing with like a twelve year old girl has been like getting more hectic and hectic every day. <laughs> I'm serious, man. It's like, man, it's just hard. It's just hard, you know, dealing with a girl and having that relationship as being a father figure when yeah. when raising her most of her life, I was like a friend to her. Now it's like, I cannot be that. I totally have to separate that from you. And literally, it's been bothering me a lot this week. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I see sort of our relationship strain, and I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So I've been dealing with that, those parenting issues this week. Alright. Huh. Yeah. You just got deep on me. <laughs> I didn't think it was that deep. Yo, why would I say things people take it so deep? Nah, it just I, that should be on the surface yeah, of know. all parenting, but, right? Hey, man, it actually is um, yeah. on the surface. It's not that deep. And 12, 12 year olds in general are just really like difficult to get along with. My my oldest is ten, so he's coming into that into that age where it's hard to like understand him and still be myself at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but with girls, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta let them fly. To be honest, like keeping the, the restraints on them is what makes them burst and. Mm-hmm go wild like the more open you are with them with real shit especially at this age and and going forward the easier your relationship the communication will be in your relationship Mm. yeah like i'm i'm here for girl raising i don't know about these boys these boys nasty (laughs) they got dicks and balls i don't know what is that i don't know what to do with it i'm like i don't know i don't i don't know like (laughs) And you I know, don't know anything about that. <laughs> you know, I got a gang of girls, mm-hmm. so I'm just straightforward and honest. And I might come off mean, but I let them know, like when you get outside of here, bro, the world is gonna be mean and and manipulative yeah. and try to try everything they can to get whatever they want from you. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I could do is give you the tools to be aware. Right? Yeah. And that that's yeah. that's that's all we can do because you know. At a certain point, they're going to try to do whatever they want to do. They're going to learn the hard way on their own. No yeah. matter what we teach them, no matter what we tell them, we was like that. We did whatever the hell we wanted. We we just have to be aware that we were their age once and try to be a little understanding and just try to get in their heads and make let them trust us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the most like, important uh, Like thing. they say, nobody wrote the book for this. They really did. Damn right. They really did. I don't be knowing what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. from day to day. I wake up every day and it's just like, okay, I will deal with it as it comes. But mm-hmm. as long like the 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 honesty part is 
is key and be and not not being like um like an authoritative or authoritarian rather but like a father but also understanding that you know you've also been a 12 year old boy so you understand what it's like mm-hmm. when you when you connect on that level with your kids they understand you better it's like nah i've been here i did this like mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you the raw and you take it and go with it. Like, that's it. I'm just going yeah. to say what I need to say and then you go on about your business. Yeah. I'm the first one to ask my son what the hell he's doing in the bathroom for too long. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mind your business. What you, what you doing back there? Doing these what? things? <laughs> doing these things back with there the Rockets and brother? <laughs> Y'all so stupid. Mind your business. Let him, let him uh, you know, explore himself. Yo, hold on. Why you don't mess with him like um like when you know he's in there for too long, just go mess with the yo, doorknob. Yo, my, <laughs> uncle, my uncles used to do that shit to me all the time. <laughs> oh my Come God, by the bathroom trash. and jiggle the doorknob and shit. It was horrible. Yeah, you it know you're going to start him. Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? So I'm Stop it, Dad. Facts. Facts. That's fucked up. up. Oh, that man. is. Oh yeah, man. My but week, funny. My week was pretty cool. I, I, you know, all I do is work. So, did that. Mm-hmm. Um, waiting to head back on the, the interview I told you guys about. Okay. Sounds like a guy might be moving up. I've done some ma- some manifesting. It felt, good? it felt good. No, it didn't. I did. I felt like I did horrible. For real? <laughs> wow. It was like the first what? half. Yo, I had it in my mind. I'm like, all right, the first half because I've I've take I've had this interview before. And I didn't do good on it, right? So I'm like, all right, I know how the first half is going to go. The first half is going to be like the leadership half. They ask me all of these, like, you know, like the personal questions. Tell me about the time. You know, that shit. I'm like, I'm going to kill that shit. I know I'm going to smoke that shit. And then the technical half, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to study for that. I'm going to get that. I get in the interview. The lady goes, yeah. We're going to start with the technical half first. What, bitch? Hold oh, on. Shit. Fuck the whole program up. Wait, 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 wait. What? No, that's not how this goes. <laughs> so I I did. So I found out I did all right on half of the technical half, but the other half, it was just like, it was, it was trash. But I did great on the, the part I knew I was going to do great on. So I'm waiting to get the official word, but I think I'm in there. That's what's oh, up. Yeah, Congratulations. This is a very special show. This is a yeah. Hey, this yes, week I'm is. on this week I'm on letters. I'm about to be on fries, and that's where the big bucks start rolling <laughs> in. Oh my god. Next week you'll be on burgers. <laughs> yes. You're gonna be flipping burgers soon, bro. Oh my god. Yes, we that traveling up in good burger. Yes. Yeah. Hey man. Get no. that bread. Yo. I got too many mouths. I need all the money I can get, Jack. Listen, I hear that shit. I know Bro. that shit. Like, woo. So, so being that we have a special guest, right, um, and you have your own podcast, for some of our listeners who don't know, tell us a little bit about your show, what it's about, and where they can hear it and everything like that. Okay, so the show is called We're All Adults Here, um, or Y-W-A-H. Um, we basically, it's me and my partner, Whiskey Lee, um, or Ali. Um, and then we have a producer, third man on the team, Will, but he doesn't get on the mic that much. Um, and we also have Capricia Lachey. We call her Lieutenant Dan. She's our brand manager. Um, and she br- pretty much keeps us in line and runs our schedule and makes sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do um, social media-wise and everything. But 
the show is uh, Lee and I discussing various topics between um, on the perspective of a black woman and a black man, both of us not afraid to be honest with each other about our perspectives um, in hopes that it kind of just bridges the gap between men and women, um, helps for women to understand men a little bit better and for men to understand women a little bit better. Um, I am, you guys know me, you've known me for 20 years. We were talking about that before we started um, recording. So you know that I've always kind of been, you know, a little vocal about Mm -hmm. things a little bit. But now that I'm older and I've had more experience, um, I'm just really out there with how I talk about sex and about love and about relationships and trash shit that niggas do and trash shit that bitches do. Um, Oh, somebody just pulled up next to me looking like a snack. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Well. <laughs> because they like, I see a snack. Yes. Oh, I'm about to put this on pause. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we, you know, we're both single um individuals who have experienced relationships in various forms. So we just talk about love and life and lots of sex talk. Um hey. in hopes of it building an understanding between the sexes because I think that black men have camaraderie with each other. Black women have camaraderie with each other, Mm -hmm. but because we have expectations of the opposite sex, we tend to not understand their viewpoint. Um, because we expect for them to be some way. Um, so this is what you have to bring to the table. So, um, Lee and I just try to open up the table, open up the, the box rather that we, Action and she said, open um, up and the talk box. about it all. Like, I, I love doing the podcast. Um, I never thought that I would be a podcaster ever. Um, mm-hmm. you guys know I wanted to be a singer, um, yes. a beautiful all my singer. life. Great singer, thank you, thank One you. One of the strongest voices I ever heard. Still Aww. trying to get her on a song for this album. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that, that happen. To me on, on. That's right. Oh, yeah, because we're gonna, we gonna go there today, too. <laughs> yep. We go, we go Listen, I, would, I would do anything for you. I would do anything for, for the both of you. So if you want me on the song, I'll get on the song. Yeah. But if I gotta you come, know, let me I, tell you, I will pack all eighteen hundred of my children in the in the car, <laughs> pack them up in the pacer, and we will mm-hmm. ride. What is it? Four hours, five hours? I will fucking ride to get the vocal. I'm not doing <laughs> Right. If, you, the whole if you crew. need it, I will do it. If you need it, I will def- definitely do it. Um, only for you two. Nobody else can ask me for music because I'm like, no, that's not my life anymore. But um, doing public something in the public and using my voice to help and heal and educate people is something that I've always found myself um, doing or wanting to do. So podcasting just came naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also has its its caveats too because I talk about my personal life on the show. And a lot of it is is funny, and a lot of it is is for entertainment. Like I just can't wait to tell the 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 show uh, my story. But sometimes it's some personal shit that's going on, and because I'm authentic and I want to keep it that way within the show, I'm I find myself bearing all of the things that I experience through the podcast. So. And it opens up the door for other people to walk in and know about your life and know you you know so. It does have its have its um, major wins, um, and I love connecting with the people. But you know, being open does 
uh, come back to bite you in the ass in, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, got gotcha. you. When those li- yeah. when those people are listening in and they're like, God damn it, why she got the tell? <laughs> why she got the tell? Yeah, like, you know, you have some people that don't like um, my point of view. They don't mm-hmm. like that I'm so v- vocal about a woman's sexual needs and my sexual needs and preferences. They don't like it. A lot of women more so than men are just like, ah, maybe you shouldn't have said it. Maybe you, maybe you shouldn't be that hard or maybe, and I'm just like, no, fuck out of here. I'm going to say what I want. Um, and -hmm. I've always been like that. So it's just like, it does open up the door for people to come in with their critiques and shit like that and what they didn't like. Um, or did like, but most of the time we're getting nothing but love, so I'm grateful for it. Okay. See, yeah. I don't understand why you would get that because, like, think about how you said, um, you know, you, men have their views, women have their views, um, and a lot of times, instead of trying to understand each other, we try to force our, each other's views on each other. Exactly. Right? If you have a platform where we're trying to bridge that gap, why would why would women have a problem with that? You know what I mean? I don't get it. I what think what that, are the reasons that you get for instead of them just saying it? What are, are they giving reasons why they feel that way? Yes, a lot of women say that it's it's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice. That's not nice to We're say. Or, because you're, or, right, because you're like, raw, right? Since, first of all, when the fuck have I ever been nice? I'm not nice. Like I'm cordial and I'm cool and funny and, and easy to get along with, but I'm not a nice person, and I don't have to be nice to anyone. <laughs> like right. you have to That's be fair and respectful, but you don't have to be nice. So. They come, they come to me and they're just like, that's not nice or that's not, you know, I never heard a woman speak so candidly about sex. Like the, like y'all have heard the show. I get in, mm-hmm. I goes in <laughs> talking yeah. about what I want, big dicks, little dicks. You know, I like I was, the first time I heard the show. I was like, oh, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not holding back. no but you know it makes i think that honestly it makes um some women uncomfortable with my level of comfort and that they can't be that way in their spaces and their families or their friendships or whatever so it kind of rubs them the them the wrong way out of jealousy and you don't have to be you too that's what i want to do i want to i'm a girl's girl like i want you to feel confident and saying i don't want to suck your dick tonight or i don't want you know this uh, a dick under five inches like i want you to feel comfortable and confident with saying that shit to whomever if you like girls say you like girls if you like trans men say you like like just be honest and open because who the fuck is going to check you for your own personal needs and wants who's going right. to check you for that right right some people might have a problem with it too because it's it's the mirror right so it's like you're holding mm. the mirror up to them and they can't even accept that they feel the same way you feel and can't yeah. even express it because they give a fuck too much about what other people say Right, you know it's the mirror that they never so, wanted to look in. Yeah, so they exactly. can't they can't be exactly. themselves. They see somebody else being themselves, and it's like, oh, why they gotta do that? But you know damn well <laughs> behind yeah. closed doors, you're doing all the same shit, saying all the same shit, and thinking all the same shit. Exactly. It, like, I really do think that that is what it is too. Like the mirror. Um, it's funny because guys don't. Men usually don't have a problem with the way that I speak on the show. Um, I, mean, I do think that, that it intimidates. Absolutely them. not. It's who, it's who, who doesn't it's who doesn't want to hear about <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Say it again. The secrets to loving the ladies. 
I want the secret. I like it. Like, put me on. You talk about sex that openly and that you're you're um you know just confident in who you are or whatever. I don't really get too much problems with some guys. The, it's very interesting because, like I said, you guys have known me since I since we were all little kids. And mm-hmm. for you to not know that side of me and listen to the podcast and learn these things sexually yeah. about me and, and what I require, it doesn't make you uncomfortable. And you, right. you're like my yeah. family. So I wasn't so, surprised so much because I've been in a room with like you and the girls. Like it'd be just me and yeah. y'all. Like I was y'all gay friend or some shit. Like yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just torn chilling in the room with y'all and shit. And but I would get so much information. Just hanging with y'all and it yeah. be reflective, like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't treat the chick like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh yeah. damn, maybe I do gotta move this way. I got so much game from just chilling with y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh god. And I, I talk, We're not responsible yeah. for your fuckery, okay? <laughs> I talk I talk to sums about that all the time because I used to hang out with my uncle a lot. And it would just be me and him in a room full of women. We go yeah. to my old block, hang out, it's me and him, a bunch of chicks, and everybody's talking shit. I'm like sixteen. 17 years old and they just giving me game about how to deal with the chicks and i'm like oh that's all i gotta do oh that's all i gotta say let me tell you what's so important about that let me tell you what's so important about that right so cap you said you see how you said you learned from being around women having that conversation Mm -hmm. and i know pretty sure you was like a fly on the wall most of the time you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i'm pretty sure you probably asked and probably was part of the conversation too right Definitely. And I was trying to cop fields, but that's a story for another day. Of course. <laughs> there's, there's so many dudes, right? Uh-huh. On the corner, yeah. picking up so-called game from the other mm-hmm. stupid-ass niggas on the corner. Yeah. And that's no. why we got so many fuckboys and yeah. generation mm-hmm. of fuckboys that are yeah. learning and ain't doing nothing better. And ain't really yeah. learning how to treat a woman or even learning how to treat yourself and treat a woman at the same time. Right. So yeah. that's, why, that's why your platform... I think it's really important. Thank Facts. you. Yes. <laughs> hey, I try. I, I, we definitely do try. Um, sometimes we get into arguments, Ali and I, because we don't, we disagree on various topics, but mm-hmm. um, you know, people are like that's good for entertainment. We don't want to see you agreeing with each other all the time. Right. And because we're, he and I are friends. We were friends before we started the show. Um, it's just taking our converse, our phone conversations and putting them on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we do, you know, go back and forth about certain things, certain topics, but um, that's life. You're not going to agree with everybody. And that's what I tell the women who, who DM me um, or who send me, you know, to even the family members of mine. There's, there's a lot of family members who won't listen to my show. Because they're like, oh no, like that, you wow, wow. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I talk about I didn't want to know, I didn't want to know you like that. I don't want to talk about your fallacious um acts over Thanksgiving dinner this year. <laughs> Listen, like, I've noticed that people, like, my family started looking at me like a little different, a little bit. Like, I heard about your little podcast and shit. I'm like, uh-huh. you wasn't, like, you wasn't sweet old Ebony no more. You, you was right. nasty. You was like, nasty. I'm, I've got three kids. If at the uh, very least, you motherfuckers know I'm fucking. Like, hey, you know I but am having look, sex. Er, they might know you fucking, but they don't know you're nasty. And nobody <laughs> wants to know when you're nasty. <laughs> they know now. Look. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they um, it, it's been it's been a wild ride being this transparent anyway. Um, in, in front of 
as many people as we're listened to mm-hmm. um, and as many countries as we're listened to. And I like, it's just really, it's baffling. And also I feel like I'm a part of a tribe. So uh, like a large tribe of people who absolutely like-minded people too, who, who are inspired by, if, if even if it's just one woman or one man who learns something from me or is inspired to tell their wife that this is the type of sex that they want or mm-hmm. tell their husband that this is the type of sex that they require, then I feel like I've done my job. I feel a book deal coming soon or something like that from you. Are you psychic? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm telling you, I feel it. We are manifesting you have the book too? deal. I we hit on something? Did I just hit on something? You did. I don't did even I think Did I just Captain hit the click? Did I just hit the click? Yeah, we, talk, we you, talked about I think, it. Me and you talked I think about you it. I think you hit the click. I think you just, you just, you did that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you I did. And I heard nothing about it. I swear to God. I yeah. heard nothing about it. He hit the this, he hit the that. Two fingers. Smell my finger, y'all. Smell my finger. Smell my finger. <laughs> oh, y'all are stupid. Yo, do you remember we <laughs> was at the studio not too long ago and I just kept putting my finger under the, the, um, puppet nose? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yo, we Poor was wild. Puppet. You guys have been like, like, like traumatizing puppets since the fucking early 2000s. It is sad. I want you to stop. Yo, no, man, this was like last year. That is. That's ridiculous. Just, yeah. This was like, last that was year. Last I just year. kept doing this. Was it last year? What? Was it? No, it was the year before. Yeah, it was last year. It was, it was last, last year, year when I came out it was there. Last year. We was at Earl's crib. Yeah, you smell kept on smell my finger. Smell my finger. Smell my finger. <laughs> oh my god, we're that's never, so disgusting. I, we're never gonna grow up. I, I'm never. Over. I, I'm I, never. I see ever. that. It, I'm it, always. It's great though. Like I love it. I love I'm, it. I'm always gonna be a 14 year old perverted teenager. At yeah. It's never gonna yeah. go nowhere. And if you put me and Sums or me and my brother Mitch in the same room together, it's gonna be it's that, a we was at BBQs and Mitch was climbing over the fucking table. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was cl- we, yo, was, we got pictures yo, of him we like were climbing over the table. But I loved For it. Fucking what? I loved it. That day we had the whole crew together because er- mm-hmm. um everybody doesn't get together unless I come in town. So right. We all got the crew together. We're all in BBQs. And it's hilarious to see everybody is still, like, we're all grown, but everybody's still a fucking child. A child. The end still of the a day. teenage boy. On that. that shit would drive me nuts. You know what's funny? With, ch- with children slash dirty old men. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's always been y'all dynamic, y'all friend dynamic, your group dynamic. It's always been the same. There's always a one like like Cap's brother is just a little bit more mature than the rest of them. But the, y'all are like a big bunch of fucking buffoons that we all love. Like just we love y'all to death for being that way. Like you've oh you've stayed the same way for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> like we are yep. se- we ourselves, and I think that's because um, as a as a unit, even even when there's moments where anybody might disagree or not get along, we've we've always been able to hold each other accountable for who we are. Yes, and you know we, we everybody accepts everybody for who they are, but we also hold you accountable when you're a little outside of that, and you, we'll get on your neck, and you might not like it, but you respect it because. At least somebody's keeping it real with you in a world where other people would just let you be a fuck up or be a dick mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, or treat somebody else bad. They'll just roll with you for the sake of rolling with you because you're a crew. Right, right. That shit don't right. roll over here. Yeah, yeah. When, you wrong, when you wrong, you wrong. 
When you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm going to get on the phone and I'm going to call you and tell you you're a piece of shit. And I love you at the end of the day, but you fucking right. up today. And you might not speak to me for a couple of months. That's all right. But you got, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to come back. Yeah, you'll <laughs> you be all right. You, yeah. you, you didn't but die. Like, you, ha- you have to be that responsible for your people, period, mm-hmm. um, and not lead them into darkness and not let them just right. d- drive themselves insane or crazy or to to death. Uh, like, we have to be, if you're, if you have the privilege to have a hand or role in someone's life, you need to take that shit serious. And that right. means that you now have become responsible for that other human being. Right. Yeah, we have children. We're all parents here, but I'm also responsible for you. So if I see you're doing something stupid, I'm going to fucking call you on it and you don't have to like it. It's my responsibility to you to help make sure that you elevate and yeah. not stay in the same lane or, or regress. Like what the fuck? Right. What kind of friend would you be if you let people people do that shit all the time? I'm like, don't pacify yeah. me. Tell me the real. Tell me the and real. That's love right there. That's yeah. Real. yeah. That's, yeah. Love. I was talking to my cousin one time and he was like, you know what? Family, man, family don't really love you. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And we was talking about family that who we get together all the time and who I have like the biggest heart for. But he's like, yo, you know what? If somebody sees that you have like a certain problem and they they sit around and they they just allow it to happen. That's not love. No, it's I not. I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. It's not love. Somebody could sit around and and not like really pull you to the side and and say, yo, let's get this together. And mm-hmm. all of the family round around, get around you and make sure that we nip shit in the bud. Yeah. Where is the real love? Is what is it then? What do we really have at the end of the day if it's just all about Thanksgivings and Christmases? Right, 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 right. right. You, you know, gotta be, you gotta um, take care of your people, and that's just not. That's not only when they're in in your presence. It's not only doing the traditional things and the things that um, you know society tells us we need to gather for or whatever. It's also having those those hard conversations. Like, bitch, you fucking up. Mm-hmm. My friend circle will fucking tell. They have gathered me <laughs> like, mm-hmm. bitch, you're fucking up and you need to get your shit together one way or another. And I am the same way. I tell my friends all the time, you could either do this the easy way or we could fight and you're still going to do it mm-hmm. like because it's what's necessary. So, um, yeah, family, family is obligated to be around us. That's They're not. I- that's what we I was going to say. We don't earn their love. We're born into their love. Mm-hmm. So wow. when you when you have a friend, um, you earn every part of your relationship. You earn the the mm. the yep. the first interaction is earned, and mm. you build that foundation off by earning parts of their of of them. That's so dope. now that we're friends, you've earned that. Now you've earned my love, and now you've earned my respect. Everything is earned with family, blood relatives. They're obligated to love you because they're you're placed in their in their DNA stream. So it's just like, all right, well, I got I got to love you because because it's family. Right. With friends, these are your chosen family. So to me, my friends are more important. <laughs> like mm-hmm. That those relationships are more important. Now I have family members that I I are friends that I'm friends with as well. But I'm choosing you. I choose mm. my people. Everybody who's in my circle, I choose for a reason. And mm. I am chosen to be in theirs and I take it serious. So, you know, if we need to fight, then we gonna fight. But yeah. <laughs> you don't want these hands. That's, <laughs> why I, that's why I tell everybody, I, I tell a lot of people, I, I got a family I was born with. And then I have a family that I, I built. Yes. I, yep. built, I, I built a family. I built a band of brothers. Mm-hmm. 
and and it's it's you really beautiful. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's dope because I, I've watched everybody grow and and for a lot I look at a lot of crews, a lot of people, groups of people that I knew growing up, and a lot of them have had to bury their friends. Yeah, and a lot of a lot a large portion of their friends might be in jail. A large portion of them aren't even friends no more. Mm-hmm. Fell out. And I look at my people and I can say maybe one or two people are in prison. Um, nobody, everybody's still alive. Yeah. By the grace of God. You know what I'm saying? And I'm proud of that. I say that often. Like I'm I'm proud of that that I like I haven't had to bury anybody to no bullshit. Yeah. But that's because hey, if 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 we was if let's say boys in the hood, if one of us wanted to get out the car like Trey, everybody got out the car. It was a bad everybody idea. Everybody getting mm-hmm. out the car. Yeah, we not we yep. not even going to take the trip. Somebody was smart enough to say, "Nah, we ain't doing this." Yep. It wasn't just yeah. I'm a I'm gonna slide off and I ain't going. No, we all yeah, not doing not this. We're not doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fact. And, and that's what yep. I, that's what I love. Like, I'm I'm glad I I'm glad every day I got these dudes that I can call at any given day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mother says she has more sons than she ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. mine too. It's a fact. Oh, mine too. It was a fact. So, Ev, let me ask you a question, right? Yes. So, being that uh, your show is about being so open, right? What is mm-hmm. one of the most hardest things that you ever had to talk about or that you chose to talk about? The hardest thing that I had to talk about was this recent breakup that I just experienced um, because it, that relationship I was very open about on the show. Um, it was hard to talk about just in general, like not to my friends and shit like that, but um, the particulars of the relationship and the breakup and, and going through the whole story was difficult. But on the show, realizing that I send my listeners through all of the parts of, of my life is mm-hmm. kind of like a roller coaster. So whereas in the beginning of our, of my relationship with him, I'm talking about how great he is and, and how, you know, my guy, this and my man, that and yada, yada, yada to now being at this space where I have to be open about the breakup Mm -hmm. that was really hard because I still was reconciling with the why, why things needed to go the way that it went. Why did it need to be as traumatic as it went? Cause it really was a bad, it was a bad, probably the worst breakup that I've experienced. And I've, you know, I have children by a man who is uh, the spawn of the devil. Um, But it was harder. It was the hardest one for me because I'm a different woman. I'm elevated. I vibrate on a very high frequency and I hold myself to a high regard. So the fact that I had to acknowledge within myself, number one, that this relationship wasn't what I thought it was and that essentially I, I, I had to take an L. I got duped. Mm-hmm. And then admit it on the podcast was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I'm not sure if you guys have heard the episode. I, but heard, I heard it. You heard it. It was hard. Mm-hmm. to. I know it was hard to listen to. Yeah. As my friend and as somebody that, that I've known and built with and bonded with and to, for over 20, that's a long time to be friends with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, to listen to me cry, I don't fucking cry. Like, don't. Don't. I don't cry for shit. Like, it's got to be death or a TV show that I'm <laughs> crying about. But these niggas, fuck out of here. I ain't crying over no nigga. Um, so the fact that I was, like, on the show and burst into tears at, at a few different points um, with talking about the breakup and then talking about how my friends have loved on me um, through it was hard. It was mm-hmm. really hard, but it also shows people 
that it doesn't matter where you are in life. Things can still happen to you. You can still, you know, experience loss. You can still experience heartbreak. And it doesn't make you less of a woman. It doesn't make you less of a man or weaker or whatever. You just got to pivot. You got to learn from that, from that circumstance. And what I do is break parts of my life down. Like, start from the beginning how why did i react this way and then how did i how did it end me here so that way i know what to not do for the next relationship and um but you know talking about it on the show was like you know i'm used to being funny and and not emotional yeah so the fact that like i could talk about anything else but talking about my emotions is really hard for me <laughs> like i feel like i'm a nigga like there's a nigga living on the inside of me and i can't i can't fully just like i feel uncomfortable with talking about grief and heartbreak because i feel like i'm supposed to be stronger than that um but i got through it and now i understand that the balance of divine, divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy in me, it needs to be 50-50. I can't have, you know, 75% divine masculine energy when it comes down to emotions, but 85 mm. when it comes down to sex. I need to be balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, 85 on the feminine energy when it comes down to sex. I need to be balanced the whole time. So that's that was my biggest um, lesson in that through talking about it on the podcast and talking about it with my friends, um, recognizing that um, your self-esteem is a constant thing too. Mm -hmm. You guys are married. I'm not married and and I haven't been in a relationship past six years, but your self-esteem, like you have to continuously work on that. You can't think you a hot nigga today and then 10 years down the line still be holding on to that hot nigga that, that you thought you was 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. You have right. to continuously do the work. I have built myself up from having severe low self-esteem as a child, as a teenager, and in my early 20s, um, throughout my whole 20s, actually, I had shitty self-esteem, to now feeling like, can't nobody fuck with me. Like, I'm a hot bitch out here. I'm dope as fuck. Like, I've really built myself up to get into a relationship where I allowed everything that I require to not be a requirement anymore. Mm -hmm. That's a form of lowering your self-esteem or falling back into low self-esteem. So it's a constant. I learned that throughout this breakup. Um, But talking about it was hard. Just just, like, it's easier talking to you guys now because you're my family. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not even thinking about the podcast aspect of it, but sitting across from Ali and and knowing that there's thousands Mm -hmm. of people who's going to listen to me cry and talk about my heartbreak was that that was hard. I I love how he um, he he handled it with you. I love that guy. Hey, man. Ali, you got to get him on here too. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to get I love his takes on hip hop. As well. okay. Like you know, we're definite hip hop podcast, so I mm-hmm. love his hip hop takes. We yes. every now and then we're in the DMs when he posts something, and I'm like, "Hey, I fucking agree with that." Or I'm stealing this. And it- yes, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got the way he handled that as my as my as my partner and my friend um, was. I really do have to give him because he was angry. <laughs> Lee was mad as fuck, and mm-hmm. but he handled it on the show with like grace and let me get it out instead right. of like falling into protective male mode that you guys have. It's like, yeah, nah, fuck I'm, that nigga. Like I'm definitely gonna like, fuck him. that like, guy. Hey, fuck, hey guy, whatever you, Jeremy, you motherfucker, whatever the fuck your name is, meerkat, 
Fuck you, Meerkat. Meerkat. <laughs> He's a Meerkat. Fuck you, Meerkat. And when we see you in the street, it's baseball bats, chains, and knives, buddy. Yeah, yes. most of most of my male friends is like, oh, yeah. all right, so we get to kill him now. They're like, no, that's why the name of the of the episode was so. Do we get to kill him? Oh, <laughs> so yeah, do fuck we get that to guy. kill him? That's yeah. hilarious. But you hit so many levels there, because um, I'm pretty sure you touch so many females who, um, first of all, life is a, like I said, you hit a lot of levels. Life is a roller coaster. Right. Yes. So, you know, people have relationships and they don't always end well. And you don't have to hide that it didn't end well. Right. You know, if you thought this motherfucker was Prince Charming at the end, uh, at the beginning and you find out he's a piece of shit. okay, so be it. Right. was on to the next one. But don't act like, you know, like it didn't happen. You can address it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's one. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they need to hide that. You know what I'm saying? That they end up being with a fuck boy and they was duped the whole time. Right. It happens. It really right. does happen. Um, but I definitely think that you touched a lot of people with that, man. Um, and Thank especially you. having that level of understanding of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what I mean? and and under and going back and saying, well, where did I, where did I get duped at? What, what got me there? What got me to this point? Yes. What got yeah. me to this point and make sure that I reevaluate myself. Right. And that's because the most important thing. You know, the goal is to be in a successful relationship for me. Like, as far as open and as wild as I am, I still want to be with one man and possibly a girl. We can have a girlfriend. Hey. But, um, <laughs> you know. <That's> <laughs> I done broke my hat. I done, I done popped my top. Look at that. I done popped my top. <laughs> I can overshoulder the shoot for that cat. Ah, overshoulder shooters, baby. Overshoulder the shooters. <laughs> Oh my God! Is that a pop <laughs> Oh shit! No, like the the goal is to be in a successful relationship, Indeed. and in order for me to be in and to attract the man that I am here for, my life partner, I you don't want to do the same things, you don't want to make the same mistakes, and you don't want to mm-hmm. devalue yourself at all. And what I did in that relationship was devalue myself. For as high as I think of myself, I really did put him on a higher pedestal than than I did myself. Mm-hmm. So that was where I needed to find. I needed to sift through all the, the anger because I really was just like, I'm going to put him in a jar. I don't know if your listeners know, but mm-hmm. I'm a witch. And I also, like, I accept the dark side. So it's like, oh, well, let's just put him in a jar and just, you know, oh, call shit. it a day. But that doesn't fix me. That doesn't fix what, what right. it is in me that caused me to react the way that I did or to act the way that I did. And doing the hard work is it's, it's tough, but I don't want to re- repeat that cycle. So in order for me to not do that, you have to find the catalyst and work through it and for however long it takes. But you saying that, you know, women, a lot of women don't even want to acknowledge that they got duped. It's because of yeah. who, the, like, we don't want, what? This nigga got the, he got the gotcha on my ass. Like, mm-hmm. was, nobody, that, it doesn't feel good. Was, but right. it's, it's also human. Like, we have to, all of the emotions that we are given are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're, we're living a human experience. So you can't expect to be alien for matters of heartbreak. But mm-hmm. human for all the other things. Let me ask you a question. Um, you ever, you 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 know a lot of females. You ever have a female say, "I duped that nigga, <laughs> got that nigga." Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Tell us about I've, it. I've heard yes. I've heard a bunch of women say that to me. I got I got him. I I gave him I gave him the best sex of his life. Now I got him hooked. No, yeah. gave him the best head of his life. Yeah. Now I got him hooked. He'll do anything right now. And it's like, uh, uh, uh all right, yeah. we'll uh-huh. see. I know we'll I know a lot of women who have before they, you know, elevated and some now still who you know, make it sport to get these guys. Mm. And I also they, they find the mark. They find the mark. They, they find do, the target but they hit it. The only thing that I encourage my friends to do and other women when you are living in that life is to be honest with the men. Um because Guys are not, I'm sorry, but y'all are not the, y'all are swayed very easily. (laughs) Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm not going to lie. It's a fact. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love when you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I tried to find the most, the easiest way to say that. No, don't don't say it. We we are about the pussy. Don't say it. It's like, it's true. Men men have, uh, most of the time, we have narrow way of thinking yes and you you know as long as for most men because not all guys are like this right but that's what I'm saying. as long as long as you talk to them nice and you suck their dick real good and you just the nastiest bitch on the street they will legitimately give you whatever you want they that's will it. do whatever it is that you want because nobody has has experienced like i have never experienced sexual satisfaction like that ever um and there are lots of women who hone those sexual skills because of that, because they want to do guys, because, you know, I, I know I have friends who don't have to work. These various men will pay all their bills. They buy them whatever they want. They get, mm-hmm. they take them places. They fly them out. Even now in the pandemic, they do all of that shit now because they make them feel wanted. I think that men and women always want to feel wanted, but for men, it's a little bit easier to make them feel wanted. You can't give me a compliment, tell me I'm pretty every day and and think that that's going to make me feel wanted. Mm -hmm. But if I see you every day and I'm just like, damn, daddy, just that alone makes Mm -hmm. a nigga like, oh, shit. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. What you want? I'm going to tell you this. There's some niggas I'm going to say what I got to say after. Who like, no, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? She's one of the da 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 and I'm going to just get whatever. And there's some niggas, like, who go to the strip club and be like, you seen the way she was dancing on yes. me? You seen yes. the way she was... And really believe in their head mm-hmm. that, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that there's a real attraction let, here. Let me tell you yes. this. Let me tell you this, bitch. And I mean it in a good way. You better un- you better respect the fact that I can read well. God damn it. <laughs> I can read. I'm smart. Oh I, like, I like Adam Sandler films. Me and too. I like and I like <laughs> motherfucking rom coms, goddammit. And you ain't just gonna be out here getting me. I said it two episodes ago. I say it again. I'm like Raphael to D. I got more than just some good dick and some money, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, though, you know, those are the guys that we value. Those are the men that we value, but there are other men who lead so, with money. When you say we and we just let them when you say we, the, the the elevated women that respect themselves in others. I will right. say that, yeah, because there's a lot of women who don't. Because there's, there's a lot of other ones. There's a lot of there's a lot of other ones that um that take guys like that for granted. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And, yes. and he 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 is a good guy. He he kind he he don't got it all the way. He 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 has his self together. He knows who he is. He's honest with you. He's up for it. And they'll still run him through the ringer because they want that other shit that they see that somebody else is having. 
Yes. Or what they yes. believe in their mind that they should have. I tell people all the time, we're, um, we're brought up different. Women are brought up in a fairy tale world. Mm-hmm. They're brought up most of the time. Mo- most of the time, not not all, but but a, mm-hmm. a large majority live in a fairy tale world where you're supposed to meet the prince charming. He's supposed to give you the glass slipper. He's gonna take care of you for life. Yeah, and we're taught the opposite of that. We're taught. My mama told me you better shop around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so women yeah. women are mostly just thinking every guy's supposed to be the prince charming from. Some women, yeah. every guy's supposed to bring a Prince Charming, give you everything you want. And then we're taught, hey, play around, look around. And when you're ready, when you're ready, then you settle. Then yeah. you se- you, not, let's not use the word settle. I hate the word settle. Settle means like well, you're, yeah. you're yeah. accepting something that you really don't want, but it's just time. Right. But you're, you choose when you're ready to be with that person that you want to be with. Right. Right. And it, that's where these opposites come in and where these headbutts come in because there's these expectations from one side and then there's this other side like, well, I'm supposed to fish around out here. Yeah, yeah. I think that nobody tells women that they also are supposed to fish around. Yeah. Um, I think that that is something that that men and uh, like our parents' generation, I should say, and men, some men in this generation and most of them in, in our parents' generation and above don't feel like women should be that free and that open and that um, experimentative, explorative or whatever. We get called sluts and hoes, but mm-hmm. it also like that builds um, our wants and needs being yeah. like having sex with one guy for the rest of your life I don't think is like what you don't know mm. nothing else besides that dick so you don't really know what it is that you want she's you don't been, know what what, what kind of dicks you like even you don't like you don't you haven't given your chance to, uh, yourself a chance to experiment with different positions from different people different body types different skin yeah. color like whatever different quirks like nothing you have to you need to go out there and kind of have a period or a whole period a whole phase or whatever the fuck they yeah, call it um so that you can explore just like men are taught yeah. to do that because when you do that you kind of open up what your what your requirements are you don't know what your requirements are until you live life so Men know exactly what type of woman that they want. She does because they she dealt spent her whole life. So many other women, right? Like, she just spent her whole life with Jeffrey, and now she watch Magic Mike every Friday when he go out mm-hmm. with the boys and, and shit. Exactly. And now <laughs> she wants to. Now she wants to cheat. Yeah, I agree with you on um women should definitely you know um you know test the waters, but I think it's a certain way. That women should do it. I don't think I see that sometimes a lot why? of times women try to do it. Hold on, no, women try to do it the way guys do it. And guys are fucking dogs. We, like you can't go out there just fucking everything the way guys do it. Because well, guys are fucking dogs. Well, I just think that So why not though? Cause I like why why not though? Why is it um why does it have to be one way and not the other way? You know what I'm saying? Like why do why do you think that? Is that because that's what you're taught or is it because that's what you really feel on the inside? Yeah. And it, it may be, it may be um, conditioning. It may yeah. be a part of conditioning. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Um, and just, I don't know for me having grown up with so many women in my family, right. 
I don't want to see women fucking everything the way I know my guys do. And I feel like it, it brings you down just a little bit. I just, that's the way I feel. And I, it might be part of conditioning, but that's just the way I see it. I feel as though you can still have multiple partners. You mm-hmm. can still go out there and test the waters, but th- can we, can we admit there are sluts? Yes. Are there are sl- All right. Yes, that's yes, what yes, I'm yes, saying. Yes. Don't be a slut. Right, right, you can right. test the waters, but don't be a slut. A That's whore, what I'm trying to say. Whore monger. So, I found better words to I found better words to bring it. Whoremonger. You can go out and test the waters, but don't be a slut. I think that sluts are, in my opinion, because we all were kind of conditioned the same way, to think the same way about mm-hmm. women and men and what our roles are and what we should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Facts. I have learned or what I think that a slut is is someone who is not honest with her partners. So she's fucking you and she's making you feel like you are the man and you're the only one in her life, but she's also fucking your brother and mm-hmm. your cousin and, and your fucking guys best do. friend yeah. and shit like yeah, that. That's, that's what guys do. That's, that's what I'm what talking guys, about. I, I don't like for nobody to do shit like that. Right. I, that's I, what I, I'm I teach talking my about. sons the same way that I teach my daughters. And as they get older, any, any child, any teen that is brought to me who's sexually active, I tell them the same thing. If you're honest with your partners then nobody can expect anything other than mm-hmm. what the fuck you're telling them so if mm-hmm. i feel like fucking you and fucking your brother i'm gonna say it to you i want to fuck both of y'all like that's her prerogative why because it's her pussy and you're nobody else owns that pussy besides her now you want to make sure that you're safe when you're out here fucking around and doing you know having you know wild sex or whatever make sure you got condoms or shit but it's your prerogative what you want to do with your dick. As long as you're not lying to people and you're not um, giving false pretenses that you are ready to settle down or you want to be in a relationship or whatever the case is, you can do whatever you want with your dick. Just like I can do whatever I want with my pussy. And if I choose to fuck 10 niggas in a day, it's going to be difficult. But that's what the fuck I want to do with my box. Like, <laughs> you know. And I don't think that I, I think that people have these hangups, these crazy ass hangups about sex, but they don't have the same. They don't put the same type of energy into morals or ethics or mm. integrity or anything Fast. like that. They solely think that women should just be demure or not even demure, but like they don't want you to be a freak they, with everybody else. They just want you to unleash that shit on it. How the fuck you think I learned how to be nasty mm. from fucking? Hello. Right. Hey. I got the fuck in order to make you happy to know how to give you a blowjob without even fucking barely doing anything. Like I could touch you and make you nut on yourself. Like I had to learn those things. So please stop acting like I need to be one partner for the rest of my life or five even or whatever the case, whatever low number men have it in their heads or or like there's a threshold. If you reach over 20, then you're automatically a hoe or you're too fast. No, nigga, like it's her box. And as long as she's being safe and honest with everybody that's involved, it ain't mm-hmm. nobody's business what she does. Right. Well, that other side is the, the insecure guy. The yeah. insecurity within <laughs> yeah. himself. Well, yeah. damn, how many she had that's better than me? Uh, how many she yeah, thinking sure. about, you know? That's the insecure guy. And that's when you, know you got to coddle your, your man a little bit. Like, baby, nobody's better than what are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you worried oh about God. them? God. Why would you even now, question me about another but man? But now where's like, the honesty? But <laughs> the honesty, honesty just went right out the window with Ooh, that one. Right. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not not being honest because that's not lying and saying. That's right. omitting. If, no, if yo, I'm in a relationship nah, with you, then co- nobody yo, is better. Fam, don't coddle me, dog. Just say, hey. 
No, you do got no, 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 no. Men's feelings well, need to be coddled. Well, may, man. Maybe me because I'm secure in myself and I know who the fuck I am. Don't fucking coddle me. Say hey. <laughs> We got some room for some improvement over here. Treat it like a fucking job. You're the manager. If this room is the for job. Improvement, then this, yes. This right? some, hey, this yeah. You, you licked a little too much to the left today. This this <laughs> get over to the right. You you gotta use yes. your right side. I know you're I know you're a southpaw, but let's get a little orthodox <laughs> over here, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Give, give me but, some but also, constructive like, criticism. If you're that's that's a whole nother lane, right? Constructive criticism is a whole nother thing. You have to be willing to hear it as well. But if you specifically ask me if somebody was better than you, whatever guy I'm currently in a relationship with, nobody is better to him than than him to me because I chose you because you're better than them. So it's not a lie. No, mm-hmm. nobody's better than you because I, you're here with me right now. I could be fucking him if if, so, him, if I thought I want the best. I don't want second string. I don't. I want the fucking. The first round draft pick. That's what the fuck I want. So I have every nigga that I select is first round for me. And, and um, whether so, I'm fucking you, dating you, or we in a relationship, until, your first round. Until so, he knocked the gravy over. Until he knocked the gravy over on the table, and you like <laughs> lip thick motherfucker. That's why James was better than you anyway. Let's no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid ass! What you fucking? That's your balls what, is lopsided ass, nigga. That's, <laughs> that, that's why your mama. That's why your mama's fifty seven with baby hairs, nigga. The, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and the constructive criticism makes the relationship better and more fun. It does. It does. You know what I'm saying? Tell people me I ain't shit on Thursday. To hearing it. Yeah, tell mm-hmm. me, please tell me I ain't shit on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Just let me know I ain't shit on Thursday. That's all. Just be honest with me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is so much fun. What's next? What's next? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get into a Yo. few of the topics. Let's get into a few of the topics. I know you got mad questions though. Yo, I'll, let me tell you something, Sums. Today, mm-hmm. you are shining today. And I'm going to give you your flowers today. You are shining today. You are All taking right, the lead today. And I want you to tell you it feels good to sit back just a little bit and watch you lead. Oh, my God. And ask all the questions today. You are coming with the hard-hitting questions. And I love You know it. why? Because it's interview. and, and, he, and He's an interviewer. I'm a shit He's a really he's good interviewer. interviewer. Like he gonna ask the hard questions and pull it out of people. Um, so I just <laughs> he's pulling I think out. That, you know, having more guests on the show is is really a good like look for you. Yeah, yeah I, thank I, you. I, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I love this shit, man. I'm watching you shine today. Look, look at the light. Yeah. The light thank is just you, shining you. off of the right side of your face, and that <laughs> is it, is. it. Really is. You have a glow. You know. <laughs> glow. I think hey, that man. you're. I think you're vibrating Go. higher at this point. Like, guys, you're making me blush. Gold star for Marcus. <laughs> Gold star for Marcus. <laughs> Gold star for Mark. Yo, did you see his face when he, when she said that? Oh, yes. yo, he looked up like what? <laughs> oh my gosh! Gold star for Mark. Yo, nah, but it's great. But you do have some questions, right? Some topics you want to get into? Yeah, no let's cap? get it. Let's get into a few co- topics. Let's talk some shit about some people in the world, right? Yeah, uh, let's do that. Uh, um, before we do that, I want to um send a rest in peace out to Tommy Tiny Zeus Lister. Yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace. Recently, rest in peace, Debo. We love Deep. We love Debo Zeus. I met him at Zeus as a kid that loved wrestling. Yes. Um. He we fought Hulk Hogan, and he was coming in there 
just karate chopping niggas on the back and shit. They'd fall out all over the place. Mm-hmm. No, I I fucking called the no hose barred hotline and ran my grandmother's phone bill up to like two hundred dollars. Oh, no. oh, oh yeah, yo, it was, you really was hitting it. My, yo, they wouldn't let me do yo, that. Yo, let shit. me tell you, it was two hotlines I called and I put about two hundred dollars on there, and that was the um, no hose barred hotline. 800 number and it was the run dmc tough when they put when they put out tougher than leather um the run dmc hotline speaking of run dmc i got i got my shoes this week you got your shoes hey i got i finally so for 13 years for 13 years i've been trying to catch any pair of run dmc fucking sneakers Mm mm-hmm and I finally got these shits. He's been talking about them shits for the longest. I got one more pair to get. Oh, I'm there's so a black happy for you. There's a black pair with Jam Master J on it, and everybody knows how much I love Jam Master J. So I'm gonna yes. if if they're still out there, I don't care what size they are. I'm buying them shits because I'm probably not gonna wear none of these. I'm gonna put them in a glass case with mm-hmm. a Godfather hat in Dope. my crib somewhere. <laughs> I but, was about to say you got yeah, a big got ass foot cap. Okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey. Call um call one eight 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 nine seven six captain <laughs> <laughs> for a good time. Oh <laughs> my where god! Where my shoes at? Let me get yo, some. Where my shoes? But yeah, yo, <laughs> yo, what? But yeah, rest, rest in peace to Tiny Zeus Lister. We we met him at Zeus. Um, he was Debo on Friday. He's been in multiple movies, and yeah. he's always been a fixture in in our culture. Yeah. Like he's 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 uh like, de- being debo was a thing. Like his yeah. character became a thing. Yeah, like, that can That's happen a fact. to you. You're right about yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So just just a good rest in peace to yo. You right? About, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. How much he actually meant to our culture in the way mm-hmm. where he became a term. Yeah, mm-hmm. yo, yo, yeah. I'm about the Debo this nigga. He just got Debo, yeah. like you know yeah. what I mean. I just yeah. called one of my kids Debo yesterday. I was yeah. like, all right, Debo, like yeah, yeah we got to put some more respect on his name, we man. Do. We I, I do. Think, I think we he's do. always had the respect, though. I think he's always when you look at the outpouring of love that he has, and he's always got that over the years. Whenever somebody's with him, they post a picture with him. So he's, he's. I'm glad he always got the love. Yeah, yeah always he got that from the, the industry. Like, yeah. like, even just now, how you just, how I thought about it, like, within the streets, uh-huh. without even thinking about, like, the movies and everything else. Just the fact that we use that term mm-hmm. so much that came from him. I don't think a lot of people realize that one point right there that I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I agree. Be- That's I dope. Do. I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. Beat him down. Beat you down. <laughs> <laughs> what bike pump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Rest, rest in peace, yeah. um, Tommy in peace. Tiny Zeus mm-hmm. Lister. Um, I want to get into. Um, I seen Tiana Taylor, and this is perfect because as a having a guest that has not done music in a very long time, mm-hmm. um, I saw that um, Tiana Taylor, which is in my head, she's like my cousin. Yes, I love her. <laughs> I love her. And I saw that she's gonna retire from music. Yeah, and it kind of made me sad because she's me such too. a dope. Um, she's such a dope artist. She's such a dope personality. I've actually I've met her in real life. I met her like when she was young, right before her Sweet Sixteen thing came out. I met her in real life. She's like really like a genuine, cool person, mm-hmm. and to see what she's went through in the industry because I follow her career from 
the Sweet 16 to Google Me to the um the Star Trek deal, the Kanye deal, like and watched what she went through to see her want to quit because of the way the machine made her feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it saddens me because she's such a dope artist and she yeah. gives so much of herself in her music, in the video she does, even in just photo shoot. Like you could tell like she loves what she does. And that one thing just jaded her from a part of her creativity. Yeah. And it made me want to ask you, like I, I, I looked at that and it made me want to ask you, I thought of you, and I'm like, what made you want to say music? Nah. Because mm. I've had those uh-huh. days. I've had those days. And a lot of people, like, niggas cussed me out. Yeah. Like, when I when I just said that we was going to run up on Meerkat with the knives, the bats, the chains. Yeah. Niggas, niggas ran up on me with the knives, the bats, the chains. And was like, no, we're not going to allow that yeah. to happen. Yeah. So what was it that made you say, fuck that music? I can't anymore um the machine industry mm. i really loved doing music um i love singing um but when you're a woman in the industry especially back then like we were young mm-hmm. we started the group when i was like 16 so being exposed to the nastiness of the industry when it comes down to young women. It really, uh, taking, you know, someone who had low self-esteem and putting them in a group with, I mean, the group that I, and me and Katami formed, shout out to Tommy, um, with pretty girls um, made me feel prettier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never, I, it did the opposite. Whereas, you know, when you're in a group with a bunch of girls, pretty girls, it kind of heightens up your ugly. I felt prettier. But then when we get into the um, industry's offices and we're at Universal and we're at um, Def Jam and we're, you know, and all of these places and they're just picking us apart. Mm. It did, it did a lot for my, my self-esteem to the point where I didn't um, recognize me. And what, what I had to realize, and it's probably what Tiana realized too, is that the industry is not about music. Like if it was about music, I would be a billionaire by now. Yeah. Like paradise would have been known. I would not be Ebby the stack. That would be something completely different. I would be someone completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the industry is what ruins music for me. Music was always good. The songs were always good. We always grew vocally together and we we blended better and we we learned more about each other on a just as sisters. Um but as soon as we get into the into the hands of people who are industry, nothing the music is the last thing that they give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. They care about your look, they care about your weight. Your image, your marketing. Right. Who has a boyfriend? Nobody has a boyfriend. You're not allowed to have boyfriends. You're All you need to, to do is lose weight. That remember when I used to have blonde hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was because I, was, of I mean industry. I was yeah I was there for I was there for pretty much all of it for the yeah. most part. So you know yeah, yeah. like like like. They, it, the, the decision for me to go blonde was a was a was a somebody has to go blonde like mm-hmm. you know like it was just very much nitpicking about our look. It was no and, longer about the art. 
it was no longer about the art. No. It was it was about no. the the look and the it was about the presentation. It was about the presentation the and it was about how they could sell us. And it also mm-hmm. was very skeevy being sexualized by these grown ass men yeah. um, in multiple different, in multiple different, like I'm talking meetings with, with big wigs from every, uh, just about every label mm-hmm. who feel and talk and look the same way, just nasty, skeevy old men preying on these young girls looking at my titties and and looking at Katami's ass and and you know sexualizing us mm-hmm. so young that it kind of, like once I got in my 20s I was like this I'm going to kill myself like okay. I'm going to be strung out on drugs like Amy Winehouse was one of my favorite artists of all time. Great I moment. love her so much and mm. when she I identified with that downward spiral Mm. so much that I was like, that's going to be me. I'm going to wind up fucking ODing on some shit uh, because I can't take the pressures of being perfect. And it was fucking with the relationship that we had with each other. Like they started pitting us against each other. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't have any wall, any type of somebody there to protect y'all from that. We did. And we didn't. Our parents were always involved. Um, um, Tommy's mom uh, at one point had became our manager mm-hmm. um, and she was really good at being there and protecting so us. Much. I love her mother so much. I owe a lot to her and my adult life. Like I, I do a lot of the same things that she did when we were kids. Like she, <laughs> that we, our, our families were really tight, especially cause Tommy's family and mine. Um, and we still are very tight, but you know, they did the best that they could do, but we were also like 17 and 18 at this point. So it's like, you can't tell me shit. You, y'all already know. You couldn't tell me shit from mm-hmm. since I'm 15. So like, mm-hmm. like 18-year-old Ebby, and I was the oldest one in the group, 18-year-old Ebby is like, fuck out of here, I do what I want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, they were with us at the meetings and shit like that, but we spent a lot of time outside of her mom's like, like cover. Right. So it was during that time those times rather that we would get, you know, preyed on and um talked to and just like it was just it was weird. So, and it's so, so for some of the um sorry to cut you off. No, no, you some got of it. the young girls that might be listening, can you mm-hmm. kind of just share some of the things that they may need to look out for? Some girls that may be trying to get into the industry right now, can you tell them like what type of things to look out for? What are right. some of the red herrings that you would totally stay away from right now? Any man who's in a position of power who's telling you about your body is that's a no no. Telling you about your body, like the look is different. Like you have to image why. I mean, they, the industry has grown, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not really that stickler for image anymore. Like I, I don't think they are um, when I was coming up. But yeah, any, any grown. Man, if you're a, a teen or a child and any grown, no grown man needs to look at you in a sexual way at all, mm, even if it's to say you're not going to appeal to such and such and such because it's skeevy and it's and it's it's, it's gross. Nasty. Um, the, the most important thing, not necessarily to look out for, but to do is to build your fucking team. And that's, that, that doesn't just consist of your parents. It needs to be adults, people who you trust, who you can take with you everywhere you go, who are also beasts, who won't tolerate the bullshit Mm. because 
you know, in your teenage years, they're very formative on how you look and how you view yourself. I spent my formative years being judged by other people, by men and women and in the industry and also by myself. So it did me dirty. What you want to do is build a team of people who won't, who will repel that from you. Um, and then whoever comes around, they already know not to fuck with you because your folk, your peoples is, 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 is on guard. Right. And you know, that's what I meant. Cause I knew Katami, um, mother was a manager. I knew you had that. But when I said like somebody protect you from that, that's what I meant. Like, did y'all have the team, no. you know what I'm saying? No. To really make sure like, nah, yeah. uh-uh, no. I don't trust that nigga. Nah, we staying away from that. Yeah. No doubt manager. I know you managing this, but yeah, I don't trust this right here. This don't look good and it don't feel right. And yeah. I, you hit the, you hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. The team is Great important. Advice. Like we've, we've been, we've, we've had the, um, like we've been fortunate to work with people who didn't always like it all wasn't bad. You know, all the people mm-hmm. that we came across weren't bad. Um, we had a manager, his name is Daryl. He was really good with us. Um, older man, but also very like uncle like. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he, he was responsible for refining paradise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, we were rough around the edges before we got to Daryl. <laughs> we were really, like, thugged-out girls who, who just so happened to sing. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, But Daryl came, and he was like, no, you have to sharpen this. You have to refine this. Ebony, you don't have to be on guard all the time and want to fight everybody at every minute. Um, you know, we have to accentuate what we accentuate, but you're still little girls. You're still young, so you got to dress up. Like, he mm-hmm. was the only one to really do that um, for us. So... But other than that, we didn't really, like, we were our own team. So if somebody was disrespecting Katami, they already know that I'm on your ass. I'm on your head. Or or Mika, God rest in peace. Mm -hmm. I'm on your ass. Um, Even that, that was difficult. Like, you know, Tamika's death Mm -hmm. was difficult. That was one of the most difficult deaths of my life. Um, And I was already out the group. I already given away music and stopped Mm -hmm. doing music. Um, I was, I had a child at that, at that point. Yeah. But um, I really ultimately just wanted to own my life. Why, why I left was because I wanted to be responsible and own my own life and not have it be um, owned by any kind of industry um, and other people, including my group members. I didn't want them to own me either. Mm. Mm. Damn. Yeah. D. Now, uh, also, with that being said, there's so much here. This is a, this is a great conversation. I love this. It is. I'm so. I, I'm I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know how much I love this. This is dope. Now, how much did you fight with yourself after you gave up? Like, should I have? Should I go oh. back? Oh. You know that wasn't immediate. That, but strangely, that was not an immediate reaction that I had. Um, mm. I, I was really just like, whew, like when I I made the call and the girls were upset and, you know, we got into I an argument. I, I didn't speak to them for years. I, re- I, was there, I was there. Yeah, it was I nasty. Was but I felt relieved. I, had, I, felt, I was there for auditioning of members. Yeah. Yep. I was there for auditioning of members. Was yeah. Yes. That was crazy. I remember wow. my auditioning members too. Yeah. But okay, I, go I ahead. I was there. Yeah, no, um, when when I left, I think I, it's how old was I? Like twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really relieved because I didn't mm-hmm. I was I didn't feel like I was bogged boggled down by all these restrictions, things I couldn't eat, things that like immediately I was like, all right, let's go get food. Like you know, I was really <laughs> weight conscious. Like this is the biggest that, that I've ever been in my life. I'm over two hundred pounds. 
Back then, 200 wasn't even seen of. Like, I, I teetered 120, 130 around that time. Mm-hmm. And even that was too big for people. Like, so I was just, I felt so restricted in there. And I felt like we were not going anywhere because of um, the industry and, and, and all of the specifications and skeeviness that was going on. So when I made the call, even as, as, as bad as the phone call was, my grandparents are calling me. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> sorry. Um as bad as the the conversation was, I felt relieved. It wasn't until yeah. maybe like about a couple of months later that I was like, shit, like, okay, now what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Because I had all these plans on being, you know, rich and famous and, and, mm-hmm. and having all this money. And, my, and so now I need to figure out, I need to redo my strategy and my plan and shit. Uh, because now I don't, I, I really didn't know what I was going to do with, with the rest of my life. And didn't figure it out until maybe last year. <laughs> wow. Yo, the, yeah. dream, the dream will take over you so much more, like, than anything. Like, because you feel so, like, you feel shackled to the dream. Yeah. You feel shackled yeah. to the dream. You feel so attached to, well, maybe I got to do this because I always wanted to do this. Everybody expects me to do this. And I want to take care of everybody. I want to get rich enough to take care of everyone. Right. Right. Me, right, me, me, we, me, and Sums, um, we talk about that a lot. I like go through he, that shit every he day. He go, he goes through yeah. that a lot. Like he's more, he's more of the I got to take care of everyone person, and I'm more of the these motherfuckers is grown and they got lives and and they should have had some dreams too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that came in and you know in grown and me growing up, like just yeah. realizing like hold the fuck up, why y'all mm-hmm. waiting for me? Cause yeah. y'all should have had it together for me, so I could get it. You know what I'm saying? So I could just have it together. Right. Don't rely right. on me to have it together for you. So the dream, right. the dream I have you obligated to so many things and so many people. Yes. I get it. I get yes. it. I think what keeps me um, into music is just the love. Like I get a joy. I get this like I get this joy when it comes to hip- and specifically hip hop. Like I love yeah. all music. You do. But there's this joy for hip hop that I have. Like it's like been a part of my life since I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I see, when I see a person doing good, like I think I was just watching. Uh, um, I was watching the Drink Champs, uh, Cormega and Nori, and I'm just watching their back and forth and their friendship, and that's making me smile and like this yeah. happiness because these are these people that I looked at growing up, and it's like wow, like y'all didn't get along at one point, and now y'all are getting along, and it. Y'all, y'all are like the dopest niggas I ever heard. That's the shit that keeps me making music. Like to see that right. you can you can still be forty plus years old mm-hmm. doing this shit out here and and be true to yourself. I just heard right. a record. I just heard a record today. Um, Capone, Nori, Daz, and Corrupt. Wow. And when the idea when I LA, saw because um, Capone. Yeah, Capone and Daz are doing a group album together, oh, and I was nice. like, mm. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to sound, right? I like that. And then I saw a clip of the video, and it had all four of them, and I was like, oh, oh, this yeah. is hard, and this <laughs> makes me, like this makes me want to go rap right now. <laughs> I got to do my show today, but tomorrow I'm going to rap. Like I'm gonna fucking turn all the. <laughs> Fuck the podcast and put all the lights to the side. Let me get in here and rap tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I get that excitement. I get like, you see, I'm excited over Run DMC shoes. Like, yeah, my house, like, literally, my house is a hip hop 
home. Like it's a hip hop yes, haven. It is. My 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 wife, she has fucking EPMD sneakers, Biggie sneakers. Uh, I have Public Enemy sneakers. I got pictures all over the walls of like just just hip hop. Like I love yeah, I love this shit, and I think that's what keeps me making music. Like I I enjoy it so much. Like it's a big part of me. It it helps me release. Yeah, Big, biggest the biggest thing it does is help me to release, and then it also just makes me feel good. Like I've never felt so good in my life. There's not this. I ain't gonna lie. It's not sex that matches up to the way that hip hop makes me feel. Sometimes I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Wow. I'm gonna be, be honest <laughs> with you. Really? Yeah. You be like, making love to them sneakers tonight. <laughs> you so stupid. Right in the right in that motherfucking sock pocket, baby. <laughs> Did you say in the motherfucking sock? I in the sock pocket. Sock pocket. In the sock pocket. Sock in the pocket. sock pocket. Okay. All right. You yo, know. what do you what do you call that? What do you call that part of the shoe that you put your foot in? I don't know. I'm gonna call it the sock pocket. I like the sock pocket. I think well, it could be called the soul hole. The soul hole. The soul hole. But yo, cat, let me ask you. With mm-hmm. hip hop giving you so much, right? Mm-hmm. Has was there any time that hip hop ever let you down? Mm. Let me down? I think I've yeah. let. Well, you was disappointed in hip hop. No, and I say no because <laughs> I grew. I grow with it. Okay, so I don't get. Gotcha. I, I never got. Um, I was never like those people that get stagnated into the time of hip hop that they love. Yeah, I've always when it when hip hop grows, I grow with it. It's it's getting older as I get older, Mm, and then you know I have children, so I I I don't dismiss what they love and what they like. I also DJ, so I have to be aware of what's going on. So I stay growing with it, whatever direction it goes in, I go with it. I'm nostalgic as fuck, yeah, and I have those things that I love and I stick to with it. But I grow with it. I don't want to be the old man sitting here talking about, oh, Nas is the greatest rapper of all time and there's nothing better than Nas and Jay-Z and Big L and Melly Mel is the greatest rapper of all time. No, no. It's going to grow. It's going to go places we never thought it would go. I'm watching it go places people said it wouldn't go. Right, right, right. That's very true. People said it would go nowhere. I was at Don't a time where I was just confused where hip hop was going. You know, mm-hmm. when you had like a um, gold all of my chain, gold all of my, and like the look of it, I'm like, this is so not what I'm used to. I'm yeah. like, where is hip hop going? And I'm like, I, it, it didn't feel comfortable for me. But, you know, as you said, I grew with it. It took time because you was on it real early. Way before mm-hmm. I was, you know what I'm saying? You told me like, yo, don't be that, don't be that old guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I it, it took time, but I was so confused on where hip hop was going, the look and the sound. Yeah. But I respect how it grew. And I guess that's sort of like how we was talking about children earlier. You gotta kind of yeah. watch mm-hmm. the way it grows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I I just I like watching it change. And it you know this this whack shit. There's always been yeah. whack shit. There's always going to be whack shit. And then there's yeah. great shit. And and it's, you can pick what you like. 
which is which is something we always talk about here on the podcast. Like, there's people that complain about music in general. Oh, the music today is this, that, and the third. Well, that person that you liked 10, 15 years ago, go just search their fucking name and see if they put something That's out. That's it. That's very easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not it's hard. It's not, yeah. it's not hard. It's laziness. It's laziness, and it's just people wanting to stay stuck in one place. That's it. Yeah. I'd rather Everything grow. Evolves. I'd rather grow. I could be like right now. I could just be sitting here, the abdominal, rominal, scrominal, rominal, rominal. You know what I'm saying? Like I can be that guy. Yeah. No, I'm feeling melodic today, and I'm gonna yeah. sing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll throw a little auto tune on my shit, and I'm gonna give yeah. you some of these melodies. And tomorrow, yeah. I'm gonna hit you with some classic Queens bars. I'm gonna. I want to. Music is not. Um, it's, it shouldn't be one thing. For you, right, right, should be right. like you. You posted a, a a classical playlist, right, Ab? And I hit yeah. you. I was like, "Yo, send me that shit." Yeah, and I haven't got, that? I haven't got it yet. I haven't gotten to it yet, but it's there, and I'm gonna, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, I know the space I want to be in when I hear it. What was that? I play. I listen to classical music. It's my favorite type to listen to. So what I do because I want to expose more black people to classical, I think, uh, and, and people of color, period, to classical. So I'll play it on my Instagram and Facebook story. Mm-hmm. And then I'll send, like, right after I play, like, a clip or whatever, I'll send who the artist is through Apple Music. So if you have an iPhone, I have a playlist on Apple that I can send you um, um, the link to or whatever. And as I add more songs onto the playlist, like, you'll, you'll have access to it. Um I love music, period. Um, it still speaks to me. Um, R&B is my thing, and then classical, and, you know, hip-hop, you know. <laughs> I was going to ask you, what do you feel about the state of, like, R&B right now? Do you like where it is? Um, I think that there are so many fucking dope singers who don't get enough, like, just dope musicians. Jasmine Sullivan, Sullivan is my Ooh, favorite. Love her. Love her. Yeah, her new shit she is, is hard. beyond incredible talented like i just the things that that woman can do with her voice is just unbelievable um amber riley is also like the 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 girl from glee okay um god damn it that girl can fucking sing (laughs) like holy shit i'll just be like what the fuck but then also like i I've, i've also more so rather gravitated to male singers um because I've always been the one with the deeper voice in the group. I have just like, I, my voice is just deeper. I have more bass in my voice. So um, male vocals help to stretch me, stretch my range. So I can mm-hmm. do baritone notes as well as soprano notes because I, I grew up listening to male singers and I prefer male singers besides Jasmine Sullivan. Top five um, male singers, go. Um, top five. <laughs> so we have Tank, uh, Moses Sumney, um, Tank is, I love him. Um, uh, I really love Jamie Foxx too. Um, Jamie's a great singer. There's, there's another guy, Lucky Day. Oh, I like Lucky Day. Lucky Day. Mm. He's so good. Lucky D-A-Y-E is okay. his name. Um, and whew, let's see, that was four really quickly. Mm-hmm. Four. There, there's, oh, there's another guy. I can't think of his fucking name. If I could look at my playlist, but he sings this song um, called Matching Tattoos. Oh, 
matching tattoos. Okay. I can't. His name is Gene something. Oh my fucking god! He is just vocally nasty, but he's also like, like young and current. So he's singing about current shit, like mm-hmm. cursing in his songs. Oh, Gene, um, honorable Gene mention Noble. to Ro Gene James. Noble. Gene Noble is his name. Gene Noble, thank you. I knew it was Gene something. He's good. He's really good. Um, and Ro James, he's mm. one of my favorite males, male artists. Period. Mm. I just think he's he is uh, out of this world talent, and um, I don't think that the world has fully caught up to him just yet. But he's really, really good. He's so okay. he's like That's a better enough. singing version of the Dream. Mm. Okay. Yo, yeah. I love the I love the dreams writing so much. I love the dreams writing. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a writer person. Like you know I'm a song like I'm a deep down song album person. So yeah. I love the people that can like write dope yes. ass songs. That that 19 set was it 1977 that dream joint. Oh, god, it's a whole out. Al- oh my god, yo, he put it out mm. as a mixtape first and then put it out as an album. I'll go back. I'll go back and catch it because I love the dream. Yo. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta listen to Roll James. You have to listen to him. Yeah. James. I'm, I, I heard a lot of his stuff. I just gotta dig deeper. It's so much. It's so hard to keep up. Yeah, now. it is. Yeah. You get such an influx of music now. It is just really totally hard to keep up with all it the music is. that comes yes. out and all the new artists. Yeah, that's the. That's what. That's how tech has changed the music industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get an artist, drop an album for a whole year. You won't hear nothing else. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or or maybe a few years after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, it's every week. Yep. It's so easy to put out music that everybody's just doing it. And it's all at your fingertips. It's like right there. Like, so. Yeah. You got the stuff that you want to listen to that that you love so much. And then it's like... Let me try to catch up and see what's going on now. And then there's yes, a whole yes. bunch of shit. And it's like, who's who? What's what? How do I? Like, wh- who am I supposed to like? Right? Because you go through the who am I supposed to like right now. So you can stay yeah, in the like, you can stay in the now. Radio? Yeah. Like, <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for kids, man. <laughs> Word. Word. Put you on everything, right? Yeah. They, they, they put me on. on they put me on to sure. a lot of shit. I own, and they criticize you. I, I share and they, yes. my seventeen year old. I share Spotify with her. Oh, I, I um, that's sweet. I I just um listen to some of the shit she like every now and then. She'll listen to some of the stuff I like. One of my um, one of my fourteen year olds because I got two fourteen year olds. She's starting to like Wu Tang now. Thank God, one of these kids. Nice. Oh, Thank word. God. Hey. Thank God, <laughs> one of my kids love Wu Tang Clan. That's what's up. That's big. Because that's a that fear of mine. For one kid to not like Wu Tang niggas, somebody's going to die, or somebody's got to fight me <laughs> in the final level. Because this is a this is literally a Wu Tang household. This is a Wu Tang house. Yes. This is a Wu Tang house. You better know all nine members. Ten <laughs> members. And affiliates. <laughs> and that's a lot. You know yeah. Gosh, that's oh, yeah. a lot. Hey. You're dragging it. Hey, I'm not dragging it. The the hey, the the um the materials are in the house for you to learn. Oh, the study material. <laughs> the manuals you are have, here. You have the manuals you know of the wood. What better house? Yes. <laughs> what better house? I'll give you that one. I give you that one. I was I was blessed to be the woman that loves Wu Tang. I'm gonna tell you. You were. I'm telling you. If yeah. she ever leaves me, hey, new bitches, Wu Tang's a deal breaker. That's mm-hmm. what you didn't know. 
Oh my God. Wu Tang and Queens rappers are a deal breaker. So you better yeah, be. She, set the, she fucking yeah. set the bar. Shit. You, you she better be hit. She got to love Queens rappers. Yeah, you got to love you gotta love Queens all day. Sorry, oh, okay. sorry Brooklyn people. <laughs> sorry, Brooklyn yeah. Heights. <laughs> All right, I, you know I claim both. I, I know claim you do. Both. You are you are by you are from Brooklyn, aren't what you? Is it? By, I'm what? from Brooklyn. You are by borough. You I'm are by borrower. By borough. Bisexual. Well, I'm actually pansexual, but by by borough. Can you explain that? What, pansexual. What is that? I never heard that before. <laughs> You throw it all uh, in the pan and just let it simmer? Just, just let it simmer. I'm, <laughs> you are stupid. I am attracted does to it any simmer? human, does it any simmer human or does adult it who is attracted to women. So okay. that means men who are attracted to women, women who are attracted to women, and trans men and trans women who are attracted to natural women. I'm attracted to. Okay. So I would right. I would date a bi man as well. Um, look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I started laughing before I answered it because I know he was going. I, I appreciate the the fact that you're being like objective right now. Yeah, and you're trying not to be judgmental, but I'm like the brother, the, the brother in you is like what? Because <laughs> it poses it poses the question, right? It's gonna pose the question like, so she's is she gonna watch a dude like suck some dick? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't want to see any man sucking dick, but I will All take right. man a man who has. That's just basically what that what okay. that means. Right. Okay. Now, did you coin the toying? Um, coin the term. Um, no, 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 no. That's, oh, a, that's no, a real term. That's yeah, a real term. No, no, no. That's like, okay. That's, that's hey, Sums, that's, Sums, I'm gonna need you. Sums, I'm gonna need you to get some. We can't hear you. You gotta oh. put the, bring the mic up. Sums, I'm gonna need you to get a little more progressive out here. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. <laughs> I be in the house raising the kid. I don't. I didn't. No, I never heard of it before. I'm so, I just never heard of it. That's yeah, why I'm I asked. I'm gonna need you. She make that up. I'm gonna need you to be a little more progressive out here in the 2020s. In the 2020s, <laughs> there you go. It there's a lot. Well, and it's not just me. There's a lot people no, need I to know. learn. Period. Of course, people need to learn of course. More. Of course, the world so, is changing, and we need to change with the world. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And and people there, need to learn. People definitely need to learn. There are terms that that um, they're not comfortable with. People don't really understand. But pansexual is definitely always been a term. Um, and I've like I've I've never really been um, open to even saying that that's what I liked until last year. I have a okay. question from the Facebook gang, and they really? asked they asked if is that the same thing as fluid? Is pansexual the same thing as fluid? Um, yes, being okay. sexually fluid. Yes, um, but yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna lie. I I learned something just now. Like I really thought. Oh, she made that let's up. Let's clap it up for that. Oh. Let's clap it up for learning yeah. and progressiveness. Yeah, so let's clap it up for educate. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to educate. So like, nah, this is dope. This is dope. Like we discussed a lot, and I just learned something I would have never thought. And I, I, don't take the word, I just never thought that um that this that that there's women who who or people period who yeah. Who like all of that? Yeah, 
You know, oh. you really don't know what you like until you try it. So, mm. so, you know, it was one point in my life where I was just like, let me just, let's just see if I like you, if I'm a child. I always knew that I was attracted to women, um, mm. but I suppressed that for years um, because, you know, home, there's lots of homophobes in my family. Um, mm. So I, and it's, it's not, it doesn't, um, people will love you, but they still will crack jokes and yeah. make you feel uncomfortable about being who you are. So I didn't feel like I needed to do that, nor did I feel like it was something that was real. And so I, I noticed that it didn't leave me. Um, but there was one year where I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to see what it is that I like, because I might not, I might like this and not even know it. So mm. You know, I was out there with it and realized that I don't have a problem with the things that most women have a problem with. I don't care that a man was bi. I know a lot of women have hangups about that, but sex is sex is sex to me. I don't give a fuck what kind of sex it is, um, whether it's gay sex or or heterosex. It doesn't like I don't have a thing with it. It doesn't do anything to me. So you mm-hmm. ha- have you ever been in a situation where you was like, uh, I don't think this is for me. Yeah, there's lots of, um, you know, my thing is people and energies. Mm. So it's not so much just what you identify with. It's who you are as a person. And I know that sounds really like cliche, but I'm big on energies. Um, Before everybody, this whole energy wave was going on, I'm big on energies. So if I just don't like you, then I just don't like you. Whether you're a girl or a guy or trans or non, I'm like, I just don't fuck with you. Um, But I've been in sexual situations where I've attempted something and I didn't like it. And I I say, I know that's, that's not I don't like that. Like, yeah. not gonna do that. Yeah, that doesn't feel be, good to me. It's not, not gonna be punching me in the back of the head right now. You're not. You just not what? gonna punch. You're not gonna punch me in the back of the head today. That's not what I'm rolling with. Yeah, you know that. that you know that has a name. It's called the donkey, donkey punch. punch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I'm hip. Hey, I'm hip to it. <laughs> Class is in session. Class is in session. Yes. There's such thing called a donkey punch. Don't, hey, don't even yes. get me started on Blumpkins. <laughs> Oh my Where's god! My phone at? Let me Google. So do you want to tell him what a donkey punch is, or you want me to say it? You you got it. Please, Evo, tell me. Okay, so a donkey punch is when is when you when a girl is um, getting fucked from the back. My battery's dying. Mm. When a girl is getting fucked from the back, and the man punches her in the back of the head, it makes her clench her muscles. Yeah, I've also heard what, like he just punch, like punches her in the back of the pocket. Punches. Yeah, and it makes her clench her muscles um, tighter. Like oh, tight, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because you got punched, so now you're just like oh, right, you, and you punch up. Yeah, and then at that moment is when the guy climaxes. Um, I've also heard of people doing that while they were being given head. So there, a girl <laughs> sucking the guy off, and he'll punch her in the head. And it will make the throat lock up. What? Yes. What's that called? Is if that I got, a donkey punch? If I got uh, the I energy to punch you in the head, something's wrong. <laughs> I think it might be some type of some type of donkey punch, but I know if a nigga punches uh, me at any I don't give a fuck what is happening. That's a deer punch. We're gonna call that the deer punch. Yeah, that's the a deer punch. punch. <laughs> That's the deer is punch. that the name of the episode? Deer, deer punching? 
Oh my God! That's, that's the crazy. deer punch. The deer punch. <laughs> yes, that's crazy. Like the fastback. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good name for it. Now you no. gotta you gotta copyright that shit. The deer yeah. punch. Oh my gosh! That is. Yeah. This is the class is in yeah. session. Class yeah. is in session. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm so glad it, I learned yo, this shit. What is as going soon as I on? Get over here, I'm googling. Donkey punch, donkey punches. What is going yeah. on for you to punch a chick in the head while she's sucking you off? Like, if because I'm, what if she bites it? Right, like that doesn't make yo, sense. exactly. That's, the first thing I'm thinking of is like her her reflexes are going to cause her to fucking clench her mouth. Not to be well trained. Yeah, yeah. Oh she my god, well trained in order to not oh, shit. clamp down. Oh, there was a whole shit. movie about that. I can't believe there was a movie. It was I think it was a, a like a movie that was set in England where the guy punched the bitch in the back of the head and she died. It's crazy, son. Whoa. It's the good shit. Punch. Hey yeah, guys, punch the bitch right in the back of the head. Hey guys out there. Hey guys. Out. Hey guys out there, be careful with your donkey punching and deer Please. punching, okay? <laughs> it can hurt you and others. Don't, don't just don't do it. Don't do it. Be careful with your donkey <laughs> punches. Yo, how, Ab, how you feel about box watches? Oh yeah, because the okay, so box watching. Oh yeah, y'all so stupid. <laughs> this Let is... me tell you something. I listened to that shit and was in fucking tears because. The fact that you put it's what's funny and genius about what you guys do is that you work it out. You work out the joke while we're watching and while we're listening. So it's like you start with a story or he starts with a story mm-hmm. and then somebody will come in with something and you're like, yes, that's it. It's so fucking yeah. genius to watch. Like, I love it. The Thank whole you. box watching shit. I, we watched it unfold and I was like, this nigga is not. No, they're not about to go. Like, and you went. Yo, absolutely. Box, box watching. <laughs> Yo, before we go, before we go, should we create a world? Let's create a world. You I want to create a world. I let you take this world over. Um, okay. who, whose world? And yeah, because all three of us is here, so this will be great. Whose world okay. should we do? Um, um, okay, I'll throw two out there. Do we want to do Fat Joe's world or Jill Scott's world? Let's do Jill Scott's. Do Jill Scott's world? We're gonna do Jill's Jill okay. Scott in the magical world of Mike's. <laughs> so what is in your mind, what is Jill Scott's world like? I think that Jill Scott's world, first of all, smells like frankincense and amber. Okay, here we ah, go. Yeah. Um I'm here. I I think that everybody is has a glow. And they walk like this, golden, kind of like golden, living your life like it's everybody's living it. Golden. Oh, hold on, everybody's, everybody's playing golden. when when people walk around her. That song plays. Yes, living your life like yes. it's golden. Yes, okay. I think that there's naked people on each corner. Okay, um, I like this voluptuous women oh, yeah. and men. Come on, okay, all, all dick on, sizes and tit sizes. Am I a voluptuous uh, man? Are you what? Are you an illustrious am I, man? Am I a voluptuous man? Am voluptuous man? man? <laughs> at at one hundred and eighty five pounds, I just want to know: Am I a voluptuous yeah, man? First of all, the beginning, not. he thought he was fine wine. 
Yo, yes, I have, yo first of all, voluptuous. first of all, first of all, look at this. Do you see this? Look yo, can this. we get back to Jill's world? This is a voluptuous. Yeah, you are not this is, voluptuous. This is an aged. <laughs> this is an like, aged what? voluptuous male. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the, he what? just stepped into Jill's world. Uh, yo, I'm here. I'm all. Yo, hold on. Who delivers? Who delivers? Hold on. Let's get back to the world. Who delivers the frankincense and amber to to her house? Andre three thousand. It's definitely it's definitely coming from Badu World Headquarters. Yes, Yes. he is. But you know what? I'm not gonna (laughs) lie, I feel like he's wearing like short delivery shorts and shit. With his flute. (laughs) With his flute. No, no, he has a what's the name? What the fuck is the, the a didgeridoo? Um, yeah, he, he got a didgeridoo. <laughs> and then look, that's how she, that's how he calls her to the door by playing yeah. the didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah. And he delivers the frankincense and amber to her. That's and it. How does she come dressed to the door to to get the frankincense and amber? She has waist beads on and a sheer black robe. That's it. Ooh, yes. With her afro out. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Who else is in the house? Me. <laughs> <laughs> what room were you in? The bad room. <laughs> this is this is Andre three thousand playing the flute in her house. I'm just gonna play this on loop through the whole story. Yeah, this nigga really just pulled out the digital sound. Yo, I can't believe you played. This is really him. This is really him playing. That's crazy. This is really him. Yo, Andre 3000 at her door playing playing with the short delivery shorts on after he just came from Badu headquarters. Yeah, yeah, he got on the sh- he got oh on a God. tight UPS outfit on the sh- playing the. It digital. says BDH on it. It says BDH. BDH. <laughs> Yo. Whenever she, oh, whenever you God. ask Jill Scott about a man, she says he loves me. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so look, when she opens the door and he comes in and delivers the frankincense to Amber, what's the first thing he does? He does that. He plays the fucking. He plays the. He, he plays, plays the didgeridoo. He more didgeridoo. Plays the didgeridoo. <laughs> Yo, oh, no. he no. Listen, she takes him upstairs to you. Where y'all oh, are, yes. and he that's plays the didgeridoo while you and Jill get it on. That's beautiful. And then what? we have a porn. <laughs> what, the, what does her house look like, though, on the inside? Because remember, we did Erica Badu's bathroom. Oh, yeah, we did her bathroom. We did do Erica Badu's we did her bathroom. bathroom. So, what is, what is Eric, I mean, what is Jill Scott's room like? I feel as though she has a canopy bed. Yes. <laughs> Yes. She definitely she definitely has a canopy <laughs> bag. Definitely. Yeah. It, it's secrets behind that behind that canopy. Oh, and not okay. everybody oh, there's a um there's a there's a security guard who like he lets you in. Yeah. Not everybody yes. can get past the canopy. Not everybody can get in there. That's he right. opens the door, he opens a joint and lets you in. Mm-hmm. Yep. What Hold color on, is who the, is that guy? Who what what color is the canopy? I feel like it's golden. It's, it's gold. gold. It's yeah, it's gold. gold. Of course. There's gold and whites and all in the whole room. The it's whole room is gold, gold and white. Yes. Who's the security Who? guard? Yeah, who's the security guard? Prince's uh-huh. security guard, Big Chick. Who? Big Chick 
is Prince. Who's remember, big shit? Have you ever seen the video of Prince riding on the security guard's back? It's the big yes. white dude with the with the gray hair. Yes, that's the security yes, guard. That's who it is. You ever seen Purple that's Rain? You seen Purple yeah. Rain, right? Yeah, Remember the big, the big security guard dude looked like Hulk Hogan. He's in Purple Rain. Yeah. yeah, looks like Hulk Hogan. He has like gray hair, and he tells um, Apollonia that she can't get in the, um, to the club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him, him, him. That's yeah. hilarious. That's, That's yeah. That is definitely yep. security at Jill Scott's house. Okay. All right. Um, where's her rug made of? <laughs> it's made of. Hmm. It is made of lamb's wool. Lamb's wool? Yes. Yeah, but like lambs, lamb, lambs <laughs> that have grazed in the motherland only. Only, we don't only want, from the motherland. Right, it gotta be we something want, exotic like that. It yeah, is we don't want European it's lambs. Ethiopian. She has Ethiopian lambs here. Ethiopian <laughs> lamb here. There it is. Yes. There yes, it yo, is. We That's the one. Has, has a rug made of Ethiopian, Ethiopian lambs lamb here. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. Oh I'm, uh, yo, uh, first I of like all, that. I'm spending the night. I'm just, I just want to look I'm at definitely it, spending the night. I'm not leaving that canopy. Me neither. That's I'm definitely not I'm leaving that canopy. Man. Yo, I'm she plays. Away like uh, Rapunzel and that bitch. Yo, her what? Mute. Her speakers are playing Mad Al Jarreau. Al Jarreau? Scatting. Yes. And he's scatting. Yes. He's oh scatting. Skibbity bobba da boo. Woo woo bobba da bang 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 bang. Woo Skip bop bobba da bop 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 Yes, it's oh all God, of that going dude. down. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Mad Al Jarreau going down. Look, that's going to be my bedroom. Uh, <laughs> In real life, <laughs> yo, I love Andre three thousand playing this fucking flute. I just yeah, I mean, it's like that. That shit killed it. Like, <laughs> nah, that was perfect. I, it really made me bust a tear, son. Because <laughs> I really thought about the nigga in front of the house. Yo, he's really I have to for I have to forward this to you. I have to forward this to you. So you Please. you haven't seen this video of him playing this flute. No, I only saw oh him having the flute and them talking about it, but I didn't oh, see yeah. him playing it. Oh, he's getting down. This is him getting down. <laughs> oh, I love him. Um, so okay, so let's. So we which have on, what's on her TV screen? What like I, I feel like I feel like matter of fact, not a TV screen. I feel like she has a projector. She's yeah. watching. She's watching Insecure. She's watching Insecure. She definitely no, watches. No, she, she's watching The Wiz. The Wiz. The Wiz. Oh. That. Yeah. Yes. How does it feel? Hold on. Facts. When you said that, it made it feel more kinky. <laughs> yo, because yeah. because it's a gold. Yo, ease on. You got the, the hold on. Gold, you got the yellow, yellow brick, brick road. road. You got the yellow brick with road. the gold. Life like it's golden. I'm trying. That's to, it. Then if we really keeping it kinky, let me right, tell you. When everything start happening and, he, and Andre really start getting in with the flute and the didgeridoo, a lion. <laughs> You know, like all the like, there's other sexual characters that come out closets dressed like yeah. characters from the Wiz. Yes, it's one big, and it's all one big orgy. It's one yeah. big pan. Her yeah. shower. One big pan. <laughs> <laughs> See how we reeled that back in? Yo, her shower. Yeah, we reeled that back in. That's the same editorial show. Yo, her same editorial show. We reeled it back in. Professional. I love the it. Wiz you... just came out. Yes. Her shower <laughs> head. Her shower head is a microphone. Yes. Definitely. De- absolutely. How many microphones are in the house? Because we know. 
how she loves to caress microphones. Mm-hmm. So where, how many microphones are there, and where are these microphones located? At every entrance and exit. Yes. <laughs> one in the kitchen. One as the kitchen faucet as well. Yes, absolutely. Yo. <laughs> is it the? Is it the? <laughs> yeah. It's is, the, yeah. Yo, absolutely. pause. Pause everything I'm about to say. But is it it's the, the curve? The one that curves. <laughs> yes. It's the curve. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yo. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my oh gosh. My god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yo. Um that was excellent. That was excellent. Ooh. Jill Scott's World. Jill Scott's World presented. Jill by, Scott's World. Love it. Mm-hmm. I got a good one. Before we get out, because mm-hmm. you're in our world, Ebby, but I want yes. you to bring us into your world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want you to give us an FMK. You want me to give you a fuck Mary Kill? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Let's 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 do it. Let's have let's have a fucking grand old time before we roll out of here. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Blanche, Dorothy, or Rose? And Rose. Mm. <laughs> I gotta remember. See, look, now my, my ass gotta remember who's who. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who's who too. So Rose, Rose is the youngest, like the young loose one, right? That's Blanche, no, right? That's Blanche. Okay, Blanche, Blanche is the loose one. Yeah, Blanche. Is, I, I marry Blanche. Really? <laughs> yeah. I want to stay with like she's. I don't want the. I don't want to stay with the ones that's all bland. You're right. You're I'm right. Def- I mean, I want the one that's vibrant. Yeah, the I'm most, definitely you know I mean? If I gotta marry somebody, yeah. Um, who's the oldest one? Um, Dorothy is what's her name? What's her real name? She's the only oh. one that's like still famous. Oh, Betty White. Betty White. Yes. Oh, I'm marrying I Betty White. I'm gonna yo. kill Betty White. I'm marrying Betty White. Very I'm Betty White. I'm killing shit. Betty White. Yeah, and Rose was the daughter, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Wait. Hold up. Let me look at. Uh, yeah, the tall one. I think that was Rose. Yeah, I'd, I'd fuck her and this, just get it out the way. Let me tell you yeah, how so hilarious I, I just fuck this her, is. get it out the way. I'm killing Betty White and I'm going to marry Blanche. Let me tell you how hilarious this is because a long time ago we was doing a radio show. Or was it one of our mixtapes? And we used the Golden Girls as a reference for something on one of our old mixtapes. Did we? Like, oh, we can't, it was like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just sitting here watching the Golden Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was a mixtape. That's some full circle shit. Okay. Absolutely. I'm marrying Rose. Rose is the tall one, right? Rose no, Rose is one. Betty White. Rose is Betty White. Oh, Rose, Rose is, is Betty White. White. Dorothy so, is the tall one. I'm definitely marrying Betty White. I'm definitely smashing Blanche. And I'm killing off Dorothy because she was boring as fuck. That's that's the same way I would totally. do it. That's yep. the same way I would do it. Yeah. Fucking Blanche, Marion, Rose, and killing off Dorothy. And yep. I'm, I'm sliding and I'm around. sliding off with moms. Sliding <laughs> off with moms? Because she, um, she, she was with the shit. Sophia was with the shit. We're sliding off with Sophia. So yes. fuck Mary Kill. Let me see. I want to come mm. up with one for you, Abby. Okay, give me one. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. Um Loretta Divine. Oh, okay. Loretta Loretta Divine. Miss Pearly from next Friday. Miss Pearly. Oh. <laughs> Wait, which one was Miss Pearly? Friday after next. 
Oh, Miss Pearlie was the Friday landlord after Friday after next. The landlord. What? Yeah. The landlord. Okay, mm-hmm. got it, got it. And um, and George Jefferson. What? Yeah, he gave you he gave you a, a, mixed a twist it, on that mixed one. it right up for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, kill George Jefferson. Oh shit, that was easy. <laughs> what was the first one you said? Oh, Loretta Devine. Loretta oh man, Devine. she's okay. Marry Loretta and fuck Miss <laughs> Burley. <laughs> like the way you got that lined up. <laughs> you lined me up for that one because yeah, definitely because you definitely got to fuck Miss Burley. Yeah. I definitely got to. Oh fuck. shit. Oh man, oh, God. yo, this has been. I ain't gonna lie, cat. Yeah, this tenth episode, and especially because we got our sister, this was my favorite episode, man. This yeah. this I meant would... a lot to me. Um, yeah. I know it meant a lot to him. Uh, we've been talking about it all week. Um, so happy to have you on your birthday. Yes, exact thank facts. you so much. We're gonna make this an annual thing. Uh, Ebby's birthdays. Um, I know you're gonna uh, yeah. uh, spend the rest of the day, you know, doing it up and having fun, and many more to you, many thank more you. to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Thank you so much. Thank many you, more thank good you, things you. to come. Many more good things to come to your podcast and to your partner and everybody that's involved yes. with you. And uh, we here for you too. Anything that we could do on this side, we here and we love you. We thank love you. I love you guys. Too. Thank, thank, thank you, you for all of the support because we really appreciate it. Absolutely. I love you both very much. Um, and I appreciate like this was there was no better way to do my birthday, especially on the pan in the pandemic or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was really sad about what I you know, because I make a big deal out of my day. So um the fact that you guys have given me the honor to be on your tenth episode on my day really is special to me. It means a lot. Um I don't take it lightly and we're all gonna rise to the top together. We've always said that and That's we will. Fact. Um, so I'm just so I'm so proud of you. I really just am proud of this show is like perfect. Like perfect. I had so much fun. I feel like I can't only come on once a year. I need to come on like quarterly. Okay. <laughs> let's do episode no episode twenty. You, let's 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 do episode twenty. You and Ali yes. come on and fuck with us. Episode yes. twenty. Yes, Right there. Love it. There it is. There it is. Thank you guys. I love you so much. Thank you. Love you too. Enjoy. Thank you for being here. Bye. Let's rock out, Cap. All right. Everybody love better love my dances at the end.